from the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about gig-speed internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Welcome to the Humble High School Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Brodigan, here with your uh, co-host, Joe Stefano. Joe, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, we're going to start with the Boston Celtics and the NBA today. Of course. So, uh, first game of the year for the Celtics, they lost to the 76ers by, I believe, 14 points. Yikes. In Philadelphia. Um, Tough. Um, you know, uh, a lot of question marks going into the year was whether they were going to have a new sense of chemistry and energy that they lacked at the end of last year in the playoffs. Because of who? Because of a variety of factors. Say um, the name. Say the name of the person. Uh, Brad Stevens. Say, no, say the name of the person who's currently on the Brooklyn Nets. It's not. All right. If you're going to say Kyrie Irving, it's Kyrie not Irving. Kyrie Irving. It's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie it's, Irving is one of the, issue the is biggest Kyrie reasons. Because they looked the same way last year they did in the first game this year without Kyrie Irving. It's because of Brad Stevens. The man, the man does not know how to run his substitutions um brother for instance brother celtics are down 10 they put in their second year big man robert williams from texas a&m they go on a quick 6-0 run and probably under a minute 30 sure they take him out the lead gets extended for the 76ers goes back to 10 and more Kay. okay so and if you look at the stats the only guy with a positive plus minus on the boston celtics was robert williams at plus six. Everybody else had a negative plus minus. There's nothing you can say that shouldn't lead to him playing more. Okay. And he's going to play more tonight because Cantor is out. Taco Fall, even though he's on a two-way deal, probably would have been called up, but he obviously got a concussion washing his hands. Um, <laughs> it should be. I'm looking forward to tonight's game and seeing what uh, Robert Williams can do. Okay. So we got we got the Raptors. The Celtics have the Raptors tonight mm-hmm. on Friday, October twenty fifth. Yeah, what are we thinking? Give us your prediction, Joe. Um, I'm I'm going with the Boston W. Uh, personally, I think Kawhi was the Toronto Raptors. To be honest with you, like a hundred percent of the Toronto Raptors. And Boston's at home. We need a nice bounce back dub. Seventy six years, good team. Boston loses. We're coming back home. Big dub. Yeah, I mean, this this Raptors team is obviously having a championship hangover. I know it's one game into the year. Right. They don't have Ky- Kawhi Leonard, and they beat the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion Williamson by eight points at home, at home, in o- overtime. In overtime. Yikes. So, well, this well, team's you want to You want to talk Zion for a second? Because I think he's too big. Maybe I'm a little. I think he's too but, heavy. Uh, anyways, getting back to man, the Raptors. Um, they just they they're they're not the same team as they were last year. Yeah, they had Pascal Siakam still, Kyle Lowry, Marcus All. They still have those guys, but Leonard was what made those guys better. Because now that Leonard's not on the floor and that all the attention's going to be off of Leonard, it's going to be on to Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, whoever. Those guys are going to be neutralized. Sure. The Celtics though, 
going into tonight's game should win this game. They're going to want to bounce back after that loss against Philadelphia, where they sh probably should have won that game. Kemba Walker had the worst game I've seen him play in a long time. And they still were able to hang in there for the first half. They were winning the whole first half. The third quarter, they hung in there, too. And it was a mixture of bad substitutions and poor shooting and missed free throws that cost them this game. And I think that there's definitely going to be an emphasis on missed free throws and um, responding to a run because that's something they did horribly last year and something that they did horribly against Philly. All right, so – one more big game in the NBA, and then we can move on and talk about whatever else you want to talk about. Also tonight, I believe. Yep, also tonight, uh, the New York Knicks at the Brooklyn Nets. What do we got? I got, uh, this is, the Brooklyn Nets are going to win this game. Yeah, I think no question the Brooklyn uh, Nets win this game. I mean, Kyrie dropped Kyrie's 50 points. Of, it, it's the Kyrie show in Brooklyn. But uh, he's I got no one. KD's not back. Their ball is on him. The spotlight's on him the whole time. It's which is something he wants, obviously. Yeah. And no, I agree. he showed out last game. He almost hit the best game winner I've ever seen ever of all all of basketball. It was like something from NBA Street. Like it almost. was, it was insane. But almost, though. it should have fallen. It should have fallen. Should have, but it didn't. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but fifty points. Definitely but the no W. I have the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, probably okay. by twelve. Twelve points. Yeah. That's Joe's next. pick. I have the New York Knicks winning that game. By how much? Two points. Two points. Okay. Yep. It's going to be a, a buzzer beater three when they're down by one. The New York Knicks are going to beat the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn. All right. We'll see. You want to move on to the MLB? I want to talk about uh, – I want to make some predictions of for the rookie of the year. Because there's a lot of exciting rookies this year. Oh, okay. I already know your pick, but um, entertain me and go ahead and tell everyone who your pick is and why you think so. All right. My rookie of the year selection is Zion. No, no, not Zion Williamson. It is not him. It is John Morant. Sound. Um, John Morant, for those of you who don't know. He's the best fundamentally skilled <laughs> and best basketball player in the draft class of 2019 for a variety of reasons. Yeah, he mm -hmm. might not be Zion size and that have that muscle mass that Zion has. Not muscle mass, it's fat. But it's he fat. is the best basketball player in the class. This is a guy Disagree. who brought Murray State to the second round. They beat the fifth-ranked team in their section in Marquette by 20 points. This guy can jump out the gym. Mm. He can shoot the three. He can pass the ball. He's the most selfless player I've ever seen. He almost led the Memphis Grizzlies to a big win the other night against the Miami Heat in a game that they probably shouldn't have been close in. And it's unfortunate because the game probably should have been a little bit closer if the Grizzlies didn't get so cold in the fourth quarter. They yeah. they kind of choked that. But he's a guy who gets all of his teammates involved. He rebounds. He hustles. He's got the right mentality of a basketball player. He's not cocky he's a humble guy he's gonna win the rookie of the year for, for those of you who don't know joe had a john morant jersey glued to his back the entire summer so i just want that put that out there a little bias but um well because he's the best player right in the draft class yeah does agree. That um all right you want to move on to the mlb what's your whoa, whoa, whoa we're not just gonna rookie skip your year? prediction for rookie of the year dude what are you gonna say zion zion no i i've i'm 
as I've said like probably three times right now, I think Zion's a big baby. I think he looks like a big baby, and I think he acts like a big baby. And everyone thinks he's very likable and like this nice, lovable guy. I disagree. I'm a Zion hater, and I'm open about it. Um, I will say this is just hot out the gate. I think R.J. Barrett's going to win Rookie of the Year. Why? Because he's on the Knicks. You seem to like. You seem to have taken a liking for the Knicks. You picked them tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. You brought the game up out of the blue, and now you're picking That's RJ. Not, I did not bring it. I did not bring it up out of the blue. That's a good game. That you want to watch that game. I'm gonna watch that game. <coughs> Probably not gonna watch that game. But RJ Barrett is a good player. Obviously, good college basketball player. Oh no way! Really, he's the third pick. <laughs> what pick was John Morant? Uh, second. Exactly. So you want to come out here and tell me that mine's an obvious pick because he's the third pick, but yours isn't because he's the second? Oh well, no, I mean the obvious pick for like any mediocre basketball fan, Zion Williamson. Right. Guys so you're not street. a mediocre basketball fan. You're, no, an, you're I, an above average basketball fan. I no, I love the NBA. I love the NBA. Okay, I can respect that. I'm not. See, I'm not a big NBA guy, so I'm not going to give you like a very intelligent, influenced pick on rookie deer. But I would go R.J. Barrett because he's on the Knicks and the Knicks stink. And he's going to light up the court yeah, well, every the game. The Grizzlies also stink. Oh, but so do the you Pelicans. Know what? Morant, John Morant <laughs> is going to make that team better. And the Pelicans aren't that bad. They added Brennan Ingram, um, Lonzo Ball in the offseason when they traded, for, traded Anthony Davis to L.A., obviously. Um, right. But he's going to have some pieces around him. But Lonzo Ball did look good in the first game. He did look good. Yeah, okay. He I'll worked on his jump shot. He's got different form now. Right. Okay. Can we talk MLB now? Because I don't want to talk NBA. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MLB. Um, okay. <laughs> World Series um, has been a major surprise to anyone who knows anything about baseball. The Houston Astros were, I believe, minus 200 favorites to win this series. Jeez. Um, Minus 200 or above, something like that. Might be minus 210. But anyways, the Houston Astros have, if you look at their team, Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, those two guys should never lose back-to-back. It was this, them losing the first two games with Cole and Verlander is the first time the Houston Astros have lost back-to-back with Cole and Verlander the whole entire season. Um, Meaning that they should not, have lost both of those games at home too. At home, yeah, but the I, Nationals got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they got a chip on their shoulder. Those these guys walk in from top to bottom. They have a good lineup. They do, and they they have timely hitting. I say that you need three things in the playoffs. You need good pitching, good managing, and not good hitting, but good timely hitting. Timely hitting's the key, and they have all three of those. They have a great three man rotation. Strasburg, Scherzer, and Corbin. Sure. And they have arguably the NL MVP in Anthony Rendon. Not that it matters, but he is clutch, which is why it matters. Mm-hmm. But I think my prediction on this series is that the Nationals are going to win in five. All they're right. going to win tonight, they're going to drop one, and they're going to win in Washington game five. I love the idea of the Washington Nationals winning the World Series. I love the idea of that. Well, I mean, plenty of people do. I mean, they're the they're the underdog here. Well, not even that. Bryce Harper leaves. 
Oh, yeah. Goes and takes in a little yeah. bit of money, a little cuts himself a big check, and then all of a sudden the Washington Nationals come out of nowhere. All you need to do is stick around for one more year. He yeah. must be sitting on his couch watching the playoffs with millions of dollars in his pocket, but so upset that he's not playing in the World Series right now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of devastating if you're Bryce Harper. That you would leave, stink. You leave kind of on a bad note, and the team that you probably thought when you left wasn't going to be anything is now two games away from winning a World Series. Without you. Without, yeah, exactly. Without the supposedly best player on the team. So I think, and, the, and you also have to remember, the Nationals were, <coughs> started the year 19-31. and 31. And good. since that, since those fifty games, are actually have the best record in the MLB. They're red hot. They have one game better than the uh, Houston Astros. Yep. And this team is, they got into the wild card. They got their chance, and here they are in the World Series. They've won eight in a row. I don't see why it can't be nine or even maybe ten. Even though I said it was five games, I could see them sweeping. I got, I got Nats in five. I got nothing five. That's my, that's my prediction. I say the Astros come out, win tonight. The Nationals beat them game four, game five. The, right. the Nationals have three home games in a row. Right now, mm-hmm. they're playing with house yeah. money. They're up to nothing. Absolutely, they'll they're gonna lose one of these games. I wouldn't Most, say it's absolutely. I I say they lose game three. Gives them a little slap in the face. Hey, this thing is not in the bag yet. Next thing you know. Game four, game five. Good night, Jim Kite. All right. Um, let's. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, we have to remember also, I am a pro at these MLB predictions in the playoffs. Okay. Last year, who was the only guy to, to predict David Price's heroic starts in the playoffs? It was me. Who was the guy that predicted the Red Sox were going to win? In six games, or five games, or whatever it was, yep. it was me. Right. And I'm going to predict okay. the World Series again. Go ahead. Shoot, Joe. What do you mean? Nationals in five? That's, that's Nationals what in Cinco. Nationals in Cinco it is, for Joe Cinco to Stefano. All right, I'm going to go... Hmm. Let's move on to the NHL, my favorite topic, because we have an electric season so far. We had an electric postseason last season. Um, not a lot of people saw it that way, but um, the Carolina Hurricanes came out strong. New York Islanders came out strong. A lot of teams nobody expected to come out didn't strong. Come out that strong. Uh, the Hurricanes beat not the, against the, the Bruins. The, 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 not the, against the Bruins. The Hurricanes beat the defending. No, they, I know that. They I, beat I, the I, defending I Stanley Cup champions, and then they swept the New York Islanders, who just got done sweeping the Penguins. No, just because that. they got swept by the Bruins, the best team in the NHL last year, better than the Blues. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're bad. That doesn't mean that they're bad. No, I know. I know. But I'm just telling you, they didn't look like anything against Boston. And that's all I care about. You you say what you will. We got They read. gave up three unanswered last night. They gave up three unanswered against the Blue Jackets. And you know what? It was a damn shame. Yeah. A damn shame. No, no. I watched that game, actually. I listened to the second and third period on the radio, and I watched the first period. That was bad. The Blue Jackets, not a good team this year, actually. 
Um, the no, Blue Jackets. Good. No, and good. no, they they stink. Um, everyone left. Matthew Shane left. Sergei Bobrovsky left. Uh, Artemi Panarin left. There is no one left on that Blue Jackets roster. R- roster. Um, because to be honest with you, I think the Carolina Hurricanes might win the Stanley Cup this year. They have good young All talent. Right. Okay. They have good young talent. They got rid of Justin Williams. Kind of an old bag. He taught them what they need to be taught to make a nice postseason run. And now they're ready to do it. All right. Now All that right. said, that said, the Bruins are the best team in hockey right now. Yep. And, and that's not playing. up for debate. They are playing the Blues tomorrow. Who Revenge tour, baby. That's a revenge tour. Do you hear me? There's going to be hype-up videos on Twitter. They're playing them at home. The crowd is going to be insane. TD Garden is going to light on fire. And the yeah. Bruins are going to win by a million goals. And that is a promise. You know what? I was about to say the same exact thing. Because the, you know what? They got the revenge factor. Oh, my God. You got to think. They have the revenge factor. This team, this team lost at home on Game 7 on their home ice to this St. Louis Blues Brad team, Marchand who probably cried. shouldn't even cry. have made the playoffs. Okay, Joe, I still think about it this, every morning when these, I wake up. These Bruins are going to win four to nothing tomorrow. Pasternak's going to net two goals. Easy. Nordstrom's going to net one. Oh wow! And Krejci's going to net one. Joe Keen Nordstrom. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. Okay. Um, I like that a lot. I like your prediction a lot. Tonight, uh, we got a big game. Just one I want to mention: Sharks versus Maple Leafs. Uh, this is. I, I know you think it's random. I think it's random. Patrick Marlowe, uh, former Maple Leaf, formal, former Maple Leaf, and also former And they also Shark. have the probably the MVP of the NHL, maybe, Who? on the Maple Leafs. Austin, Austin Matthews. Matthews. <laughs> Austin Matthews. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. Good player good. on the cover of NHL 20, so he's a good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but former Maple Leaf, uh, Patrick Marlowe, who was originally a San Jose Shark, uh, signed a one-year contract with the San Jose Sharks and is going to be playing back in Toronto again. Uh, he was buddies with uh, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, uh, Matt Martin, a ton of guys who had been on and off that Maple Leafs roster. And uh, I'm sure there would be a nice little video tribute. I, I got him scoring a goal. I got him scoring one goal in the Sharks versus Maple Leafs game. All right, yeah. yeah. At least. I'd say that. All right, we want to move on to NFL. Oh, one more thing in the NHL. The, uh, the New Jersey Devils. And the New York Rangers, get it together. Do you hear me? You have so much talent on your rosters. An unbelievable amount of talent on your rosters. There is a tweet from the New Jersey Devils in the postseason. I don't, I don't want to misquote, so I'm not going to say this is exactly what it said, but it was something along the lines of, we got Jack Hughes and P.K. Subban all within 24 hours. Dot, 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 lol. Don't use lol on your Twitter account if you are going to stink. In the NHL. Do you hear me? There have been talks of Taylor Hall getting traded to the Bruins for Jake DeBrusque and some draft picks. Don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. it. I want I don't want it. I love that man. DeBrusque is going He's to be great. a Bruin for the rest of his life. Him and Charlie McAvoy are going to be captain and alternate captain at some point during their NHL careers of the NHL Bruins. They're going to win us many a Stanley Cup. I don't want Taylor Hall... He's, yeah, he's a handsome guy. He knows how to score a goal or two. He brings a great energy to the locker room. Keep that over with the Devils. They need that. I'd love to see them win. But just pull it together. That's all I have to say. All right. So we're going to move on to the NFL. Yep. And we're going to talk. The NFL stinks, by the way. How bad <laughs> Robert Kraft stinks. Okay. I Okay. I Before Joe goes off on his rant, because I know I'm not going to be able to interrupt him or say anything. I might even just walk out of the room right now. I don't back up anything that Joe's saying. 
Um, I love Robert Kraft. I love Bill Belichick. I love Tom Brady. Uh, they've made me happy beyond my wildest dreams throughout my youth. And they will make my love of football, even though I don't play the sport and don't participate in anything football-related other than watching, immensely better than any other person in the entire world. Joe? The Pats Go suck. Not the, not the team. Not the skill. I love to watch them. They're my favorite team. But Robert, I should say, Robert Kraft sucks. All right. Mm-hmm. This man, this man signed Antonio Brown. He got every New England Patriots fan's hopes up with the hype. Brought in all the hype with Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. The best wide receiver sure. in the world right now is sitting in his living room probably. We're working out on the turf field on signed by a team. Uh, because, I'm willing because, to bet, I'm willing no, to bet no, 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 he's sitting no, no. in the living room with his no. lawyer going through no. paperwork. No. No. Okay. Yes. So anyways. The best receiver in the whole entire world, on the whole planet, is unsigned by a team because Robert Kraft decided to cut him. Okay. And let's just, we're just going to hear why this, this is so horrible. This man, Robert Kraft here, was a man who was found guilty of prostitution this summer. That's, you make a fair point there, for sure. He was found guilty, but and he has to go mm. cut this man, Antonio Brown, because skeptical reasons of maybe, just maybe, because of his legal issues. This and is now, a hot take. Let this me, is a hot take. I'm going to stop you right here. This is a hot take. I'm going to let you continue. This is a hot take. Now, let me tell you here. How is it fair that Robert Kraft can stay owning the New England Patriots and be accused, found guilty of prostitution when Antonio Brown is innocent because in the United States you are innocent until proven guilty. Sure. Okay. But he gets cut because of maybe these legal reasons. Now, how is that fair? I don't know. That's why I'm aggravated. He should be a New England Patriot. Him okay. and Brady had a bond. Okay. And now they're doing now they're doing something bad to Josh Gordon, my my other favorite player. Something bad. They put him on the IR and he said he was ready to play. Brother, and now they're putting brother. him back and they're gonna release him. Of he's done. Of course he's gonna say he's ready to play, dude. Of course he's gonna say Nobody he's ready to play. Nobody says they're ready to play. Everyone, every football player says they're ready to play, no. even if they're injured. No, because that's why he's coming back from the IR and they're gonna waive him because of that. Okay. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna sidetrack me, so I can't counter he your bone Antonio bruises Brown. in you his stop. knee. You, bone bruises. You stop, Joe. You stop. You let me counter your AB point. Listen to me. I think Robert Kraft and the Patriots organization. Let's not blame this all on Robert Kraft. No, Kraft sucks. He doesn't want to pay him. Antonio okay. Brown I said think- it today. He said it today on his Twitter. Oh, here we go. Antonio Brown's Twitter. Antonio Brown's Twitter is the reason that he will never play NFL football. No, ever that's again. not true. He's going to yes, be signed by the Pats. He's going to be signed by the Pats. Joe, here's, at some here's point, I don't I know when. No, no, no. I'm he agreeing with you. He could be 60 years old. He'll get signed by the Pats. I agree with you. Here, here's what I think. I think that Kraft and the Pats organization cut A.B., when the allegations were coming out and they had a little more truth to them and they were a little stronger and this girl was still with, you know, her whole story. I think that they cut him then because they had already guaranteed him so much money. And if they didn't cut him then and now, they were going to have to pay him that money no matter what happened. And then say he gets found guilty and the league deems him not ready to play in the NFL. Then that's just a big old waste of money. I think they planned on re-signing him once everything got cleaned, cleared up. And then he started mouthing off on Twitter. 
And the Pats don't play like that. It was the Pats Twitter. don't play like that. You don't mouth off on Twitter. You don't mouth off on Instagram. You don't mouth off on, mouth off on social media to media out, outlets if you're going to be a Patriots player. You don't do it. You can't do it. He mentioned it on his Twitter today, actually. So it wasn't that Twitter, but he mentioned it on his Twitter today. He mentioned it on his Twitter. I'll blow up Antonio Brown's Twitter. That the reason why he got cut was because Kraft didn't want to pay a bonus $5 million that was due on Monday. Yeah. So no now they're crap. blaming, of course, they're blaming the text he's messages. A <laughs> like, he's a convicted sexual felon. No, he's not convicted, Chuck. It's innocent. Until or, sorry, not, not convicted. Get your facts he, right. was, he was an accused. Yeah, accused. And you know what? At the they're time. Even... At the time. I, I, I understand the allegations have lost a little bit of their. They're filing the charges for compensation. They're not doing. Yes, I know. It, it I is... know. I know. I get it, Joe. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying. You don't want to guarantee somebody that much money. You don't want to do it. You can't do it. He's the best wide receiver in the world. You do want to. If do he's that. going to prison, he's not a wide he's receiver. He's not going at all. to prison because but he can't go to prison that. if they're charging him. Yes, they do because it's compensation. They didn't so for know you to that. say, they for you to say, yes, show. they did, dude. It was they were, he was getting pressed for compensation. You brother, can look it up, brother. You can look it up, brother. Keep saying, brother. You can look it up. It's compensation, Joe. not legal, not legal. Problems, dude. He's not going to prison, no matter what. Even if he was found guilty, he's has to. He just okay, has fine. To he, he doesn't go to prison. Then he's still not allowed to play in the NFL if he gets if he gets convicted. That's not true. That For a pretty true. long time, I'm sure it would be true. And not true. Kraft doesn't want that in the locker room. A convicted felon. He doesn't want that, especially to that degree. And all of AVs like this, that, and the other thing, always talking and mouthing off. You don't. You're want right, that. but you're right about that. But you know what? They would have cut him on the spot if they. Right when they found out about that thing. I'm scrolling through Antonio Brown's Twitter. He's just replying to random Joe Schmoes and Adam like Kaufman, Sally actually. Nobody. He's a, he's, a verif- uh, he's a verified guy. Joe, he... WBZ News Radio Morning Sports Joe, Anchor Joe, not just him. Scroll host. down. Joe, I've been scrolling for two minutes, and I'm only on nine hours ago from his Twitter. He's tweeting gifts he of him on the Steelers. He, Antonio Brown tweeted, quote-unquote, wasn't the phone. Think it was the price tag. That's why he got cut. It was the price tag. And it's a stupid. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because now Josh Gordon's gone, which is horrible. Sure. They bring in Mohamed Sanu. Everyone's acting like Mohamed Sanu is the greatest receiver on planet Earth. No, no. Sure. This guy was the third receiver on the Atlanta Falcons. He is not Antonio Brown. He's not Josh Gordon. Sure. Stop overhyping him. I hope he does great. I hope he does great. I'm rooting for him, but I'm just saying, he's not. He's not what everyone thinks he is. All right, um, I want to bring up one thing on this matter. Golden Tate tweeted something. Uh, so AB a- said, the game need me like I'm test answers. This is really bold. Okay, I know, but I, I need this brown up. And then Golden Tate quote tweeted that and said, what? And then this dude, Fantasy Fred, this random schmo, replies to this tweet and says, Weddle. Um, I'll censor the tweet a little bit. He says, Weddle, like, blah, blah, blah. You can't guard A.B. over the top or in man. Eric Weddle replies to this tweet and said, said, I don't need to. Isn't on a team. Boom. Rousted. Got him. Eric Weddle got him. (laughs) Eric Weddle has been tearing into A.B. on Twitter forever. He said, you're not making any sense, bud. He called him bud. That's... The biggest form of disrespect. Yeah, he can, he can big man the best receiver glad, in the world. Glad you're not on my team. Call whatever, call yourself whatever you want. Doesn't matter one bit to me. Good luck at CMU, my bro. Eric Weddle hasn't won a Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure he'd won Antonio Brown wow. on his team. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. I will say Antonio Brown tweeted back, you need some attention, little man, like all this. It, he Antonio Brown needs to stop tweeting. No. They need to take his Twitter away I from think him. his Twitter's great. No, because AB stands like you just keep retweeting everything he tweets, and you're like, oh, my God, AB, come back to the Pats. Like, you don't understand. It no. goes deeper than that, Joe. No, it doesn't. It, it does. It doesn't, because AB, AB deserves to be a Patriot. He doesn't deserve to be sitting in a house in Florida right now. He deserves to be in the NFL. Okay. On the New England Patriots. Sure. End of story. All right. Now we're going to shift it. We're going to shift it. We're going to make More NFL talk. More NFL talk. We're going to make a lot of NFL going on. For the Sunday night football game and the New England Patriots game against the Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay. I, I would like to say one thing. I know nobody cares about my fantasy football team, like mine specifically. They probably care mm-hmm. about their own. I apologize to anyone who was stupid like myself to pick up Baker Mayfield in fantasy football. He has consistently been dropping sub-10 points as my starting QB. I recently picked up Kirk Cousins off of waivers, and he's been per- performing swimmingly for me in the starting QB position, as has Jared Goff. So I advise the rest of you to do the same and look for a waiver QB, because Baker Mayfield is not the way. Yeah. yeah Christian McCaffrey, however, is the way. He's, he's got a lot of pressure on him over in Cleveland. and uh, A couple good receivers. You know, everyone's expecting him to make the right plays, and he's just cracking under the pressure. I, I always thought of him as uh, similar to Johnny Manziel. Uh, like a like a big trash talker, like good college QB, and comes in kind of stinks. But I will say he's better than Manziel, but he's not showing it so far. Okay, so uh, we're gonna talk predictions for Sunday's game, Patriots Browns. Let's hear it. What do you think? I'm going Pats. Pats are gonna win by at least ten points. At least ten points. The Browns. Okay. The Browns' defense is, like, pretty subpar. I mean, they're they're probably the best thing about the Browns right now, like, off of paper. And the Pats' D is unstoppable. All right, so, yeah, New England has the best defense in the league, hands down, um, which should give a troubled Baker Mayfield a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, I have the Pats winning 35-14. to 14. <laughs> Wow. All right. I like that actually. That twenty one points? Hmm. Is that twenty one points? Yeah. Twenty one point difference. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What what did they beat the, the Jets by? Twenty three? Twenty three nothing? Thirty three nothing? The Browns are no Jets. No, but the Browns are the Browns and they're gonna continue <laughs> to be the Browns. The poopy Browns. Baker Mayfield is going to f- have a lot of pressure on him this Sunday when he has to go up against the best defense in the National Football League. Sure. He's going to have pressure both literally and figuratively. Literally from the defensive line and the linebackers. Figuratively. Figuratively because he's playing Tom Brady and the Pats. Okay. So what about Sunday Night Football? Who's playing? You're going to have to remind me. Packers Chiefs. Packers Chiefs. At Arrowhead. At Arrowhead? Yeah, uh, that's a cheap. No story. Mahomes. No Mahomes, which is right. I forgot about No Mahomes. I'm still gonna go Chiefs W. I think everyone expects them to not, literally, not pick up a single W without Mahomes. They're they're gonna do it. Mahomes is good, but everyone acts like he's the second coming of Jesus, which he's not. He's a good he's, QB. He's very fun to watch. He's, he's yeah, he's fun good. to watch, but 
All right, I, I got I got a I got a debate question for you that I got to bring up. Give me give me your predictions right now. I got the Packers. All right, I got the Chiefs. I got the Packers winning by 10 points. The defense looks great for Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers is coming off 453 passing yards and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. His best game of the year. Um, okay. I think they're going to march into Arrowhead, right. take care of business with yep. no Mahomes, uh-huh. and that's going to be it. I could see this being a blowout. A blow a, a blow. A Packers blowout. Yeah. Okay. I'll let that I'll let that sign. I'll give you a package blowout. I mean, fun. I think the spread right now is like minus four and a half. If I were anyone, four and a half, yeah, you're hammering that spread. If I were anyone, I would Yeah. I would put your house on that spread. Okay. I'll I'll take that. Alright. I'll I'll let that happen. I'll let you say that here. My my debate question. We have seven minutes left, right? So we'll make this a quick one, and then I have two more NHL things I want to bring up that I forgot, and we can wrap things up. Is Matt Stafford, Detroit Lions quarterback, elite? No. Name six quarterbacks in the NFL currently better than Matt Stafford. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. That's three. Lamar Jackson. Debatable. No, not debatable. Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback. Okay, fine. Okay. Lamar Jackson. I I know he's a good quarterback. I think. Better than Matt Stafford. I think Philip Rivers. I mean, no. Philip Rivers is not better than Matt Stafford. Did not mean to say that. Did not mean to say that. Matt Stafford has nothing. No help. And he makes the most. No, he has Kenny Galladay. He has Kenny Galladay. Oh, my God. Marvin Jones. Dude, I'm sorry. Drew Brees is better. Matt Ryan. Russell Wilson. Cam Newton. I'll even say Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Did you say Cam Newton? Drew Br- I take uh, that uh, back. I take that back. I take that back. Drew Brees. <laughs> not Cam Newton. Awful. I will say Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins. Um, that's not true. Kirk Cousins isn't the running for NFC Offensive Player of the Year right now, Chuck, in dude, case you didn't know. Dude, Matt um, Stafford. Matt Stafford. Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson. They're all better. Okay. The reason I say six Matthew there is because Brady's, Brady's an obvious one. So, Brady... Rodgers, Mahomes. That's three. Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Breeze, Cousins. I go. I go. Wilson. Breeze, Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford. No, Kirk Cousins. Top. All right, give me your top five NFL QBs, not named Tom Brady, because that's an obvious one. Um, number one, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Number two. Aaron Rodgers, number three. Drew Brees, when he's healthy. Number four. Which is really um, I would say right now, number four, we're thinking Russell Wilson. And number five, I would say right now, given statistics, Kirk Cousins. I'm going to go Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford. Because Kirk Cousins... Has a seventy-two point one percent completion percentage, um, which is superb. Sure. He's got just about two thousand yards passing on the season, thirteen touchdowns, and only three interceptions. And he throws for a passer rating on average of a hundred fifteen point two, roughly nineteen more 
than his career passer, passer rating. He's having a great year, and he's doing it right now without Adam Thielen. He looked great last night. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we're gonna, we're probably going to wrap up here. We have like four minutes left. We're just going to cap things off. I have uh, two things. Number one, uh, the Florida Panthers are going to the playoffs this year. Um, whether you like it or not, NHL, that's happening. Um, I'm saying that now because nobody's going to believe that I said it. It is now immortalized. The Florida Panthers are going to the playoffs, whether it be wild card or not. Uh, they just signed Brian Boyle, who's a huge locker room guy, veteran, uh, survived cancer, so he knows how to fight. Um, Ryan Reeves also recently dropped the gloves with Scott Sabrin, uh, the Ottawa Senators player who fought his way through training camp to make it onto the roster. And if you haven't seen it, uh, give it a quick Google search because it is the most entertaining NHL fight I've ever watched in my entire life. Uh, I think that's all we got. Yeah, that that's it. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Humble High School Sports Podcast. It's been real. We'll see you guys. All right. That was quick. Felt quick. Quick stop. No, it doesn't matter. That's how we kill that. He said it doesn't matter. He said it doesn't matter? What? No, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to crash this. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll get fast speeds and the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with Xfinity XFi. Plus, ask about enhanced security for safer browsing and more. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store to switch today. Restrictions apply.